the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Lots happening out there. COVID-related, cancel culture-related, sports-related. All those lines intersect. John Gruden's out as head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, did he lose a bunch of games? Uh, no, not. John Gruden, uh, the Raiders are paying him like a crazy amount of money to pilot their move from Oakland to Las Vegas, build a spanking new stadium. Uh, they got off to a pretty decent start this year. They're one of the teams that was, I think you could classify as a uh, surprising team in the NFL there. Three and two, they lost uh, their last two games, three and oh, uh, but they're not firing John Gruden because he lost two games. Uh, and he, he didn't get fired, actually. He resigned last night. He knew he was going to get fired. And he resigned. Now, why did he resign? Why did he resign? Uh, because he sent emails 10 years ago to a team executive with the Washington Redskins. And in those emails, John Gruden uh, made a very uh, unflattering remark about the physical characteristics of the head of the NFL Players Association. He's a African-American gentleman by the name of Demaris Smith. John Gruden made a reference to the size of Demaris Smith's lips. Is that polite? No, not polite. Is it a fireable offense? I mean, in this culture, of course it is. John Gruden also criticized Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner. He criticized the St. Louis Rams at the time, now the Los Angeles Rams, drafting Michael Sam, the first openly gay player drafted in the NFL. John Gruden, in other words, is uh, no longer a football coach because John Gruden thinks like a football coach. Yes, I know this is going to come as a great shock to you. Uh, Football coaches, all coaches, pretty much most American men age 50 and older are not, by majority, going to be big advocates of left-leaning policies. Okay, They're going to say cruel, crude, stupid, dumb things. Football is a game bathed in testosterone to show weakness is to uh, compromise your standing in that game. You get drawn into conversations. I have many friends who've played in the National Football League. I have many friends who have coached in the National Football League. I have friends who are high up in front offices of the National Football League. And they all talk about the locker room language and the locker room culture. Okay, So we want to get to a point, we are there now, we want to get to a point in society 
where private conversations on email between two people 10 years old is an appropriate standard by which we want to measure their public comments, their actual treatment of individuals, and we want them to be shamed into resigning for this. This is the America we live in. I was going to say this is the America we want to live in. It doesn't matter if we want to live in it. We're living in it. John Gruden is proof of it. Look, I don't approve of the content of his emails. I'm honest enough to tell you that if you found every email I've sent for 10 years, could you find one thing in one email that might be something that somebody could use to portray me other than how I act toward people in actual behavior? I'm going to guess, yeah. I don't have any idea what it would be, but I'm going to guess, yeah, just because you let your guard down and you say things to friends who you believe are like-minded as you that, you know, is probably not the best portrayal of your deepest held inner thoughts or, I would argue most importantly, how you actually treat people. In all his career in the National Football League, as an assistant coach with the Green Bay Packers, as a head coach, as a Super Bowl winning coach with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, as a head coach of the Las Vegas and Oakland Raiders. Have there ever been any black players who've made the accusation that John Gruden didn't help them, play them, because they're black? Because John Gruden favors white players? If so, I'm not aware of that. If so, I'm not aware of that. Please make me aware of that. Bruce at 989theanswer.com. So we get the predictable African-American analysts on ESPN crying and pontificating about how this can't be allowed to stand. I'm personally hurt by this. Are you? This is just the question I would like to ask. Are you Randy Moss? Are you... Any other analyst out there, Stephen A. Smith or whatever, are you really genuinely hurt or damaged by this? Now, I I would fully understand why you'd think less of John Gruden now that you know what's in the deepest, darkest recesses of John Gruden's heart. That I get. You got more information. It's unflattering information. You want to factor that into what you think of John Gruden That's your right. I'm not going to try to stand in your way. I'm not even going to argue against it. But this notion that DeMoris Smith, who makes hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not a million or more dollars, being the head of the NFL Players Association, that DeMoris Smith is actually damaged because 10 years ago, John Gruden made a comment about the size of his lips I'll just tell you, I find that utterly ridiculous. I find that utterly ridiculous. DeMora Smith is a very smart man. He's a very accomplished man. He got to an extremely elevated position in his profession. 
off his merit and off his individual ability. And I'm supposed to believe that the foundation of Demoris Smith's self-esteem is not just impacted, but shattered by John Gruden making a comment in an email that wasn't even publicly broadcast until some NFL investigation and the NFL leaking it to the New York Times. I'm supposed to believe that that damages Demoris Smith in some way or that hurts Randy Moss, a Hall of Fame receiver who's got a great job on ESPN and they fly him around the country. Like, do you understand how utterly ridiculous that is to think that anybody is hurt or damaged by something John Gruden typed in an email 10 years ago? Now, let me just allow for the possibility that Demora Smith is actually hurt by that or that Randy Moss is actually hurt by that, which I will tell you is utterly ridiculous to me. But I'm not a black man, so I don't know. But I'm just going to say this to you, Randy Moss and Demora Smith and anybody else out there who says, well, yeah, yeah. It's your fault if you're hurt by that. Because you are hurt by that only because you're giving power to John Gruden who doesn't deserve or merit that power over you. He just doesn't. What John Gruden proved to you by his email is that he's a bad person. And you're entitled to feel about him as if he's a bad person. But if you let him have the power to hurt you or question yourself because he made a stupid analogy in an email, that's a much bigger you problem than it is a John Gruden problem. And this applies to every single instance in the world of people saying, oh, I'm so hurt that you would say that. You're most probably a flat-out liar. You're not nearly as hurt by it as you are personally gratified by being able to lift yourself up by pushing someone else down for something stupid that they did. 844-TALK-989, our number. Chris in Columbus would like to speak to this issue. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. How are you doing? Good. Good. Hey, so... uh questions here what are your thoughts of this i mean i don't condone john gruden by any means i mean what's done is done he did the right thing to resign uh why did know, he so do he the right thing to resign why do you well, think he did the right thing to resign i would uh, I say look man i'm a football, football coach and i'm going to coach my football team and if you have a problem with the way that i deal with my players then let's litigate that but i'm not resigning and i'm not giving you your pound of flesh for an email 10 years ago you want me out fire me and pay me my contract well my point is well, because it was leaked and what's done is done, I think at this point it would just be a distraction to the team and the NFL. You know, the media would just uh, hover over this for yeah. a long time. No, you're right. You're right uh, about that. You're right about but, that. But, but my question is when situations like this happen, a private email like that, clearly someone had it out for John Gruden. Of course. I'm not saying what he said was right. I don't condone him by any means, but someone had it out for him. So. Would the person that leaked the email be identified and held accountable as well? I seriously doubt that. Uh, 
But I would hope, you know, I think you make a great point. There's a bunch of levels to this, Chris. Um, first of all, you're absolutely right. It was leaked. I, I mean, the the easy connection to make is that Gruden <laughs> ripped on Roger Goodell, and Roger Goodell's the commissioner of the NFL, and somebody who's combing through those emails sees it, and they show it to Goodell, and Goodell says, oh, I bet the New York Times would be interested in that. <laughs> what would happen to John Gruden if that happened? I mean, does that make any sense to anybody? Does that seem likely? Yes, of course it does. Now, this is interesting in light of the fact who the NFL has selected to do their halftime show for the upcoming Super Bowl, which I'll give you a little detail on that next on the Bruce Hooley Show. So I don't typically talk a lot about sports topics on this show, but the resignation of John Gruden as head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders because 10 years ago there were emails to an executive in the Washington Redskins organization that people deemed racist and homophobic and uh, misogynistic. And you know what? I will allow that they were racist and homophobic and misogynistic, which makes John Gruden a football coach. Which makes John Gruden like a lot of men, flawed, willing to say stupid things in private communication that he would never say or put into practice in public. So the NFL was doing an investigation of sexual uh, discrimination in the Washington Redskins organization. Hence, all the emails were discoverable and viewable and inspectable. And, oh, look at this. Look at these emails from John Gruden to Bruce Allen of the Washington Redskins. Now, you might say, well, if they took down John Gruden, man, they must have run through that Redskins organization and just blood must be everywhere. No, no one in the Redskins organization has been found guilty of anything yet. Okay, so certainly the NFL, I mean, what do football coaches always talk about? Fundamentals, right? Routine. Got to be in a set routine every day. Come to the facility every day. Go through your weightlifting. Go through your team meetings. Go through your practice. Offensive linemen in the NFL, I know this because um, of conversations I've had with one of the best ever to come out of Ohio State, Jim Lachey, analyst on the Ohio State Radio Network. They obsess about taking a step so precisely that it can't be off by even six inches in order to have the right leverage. So consistency, I think, is fairly important to the National Football League. So certainly, if they're going to get rid of John Gruden for racist, sexist, misogynistic emails 10 years ago, they must be all over that kind of behavior right now, right? Not so much. Did you notice a week or so ago who was announced as the halftime entertainment at the upcoming Super Bowl? Snoop Dogg. I mean, there's a Snoop Dogg. The one thing I think of when I think of Snoop Dogg, I think of straight-laced, down-the-middle, politically correct Snoop Dogg. Nary a reference to or a desire for marijuana or any other drugs in his background ever. Not a single brush with talking in a misogynistic way about women. Uh, On stage with Snoop Dogg at the Super Bowl will be Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. I'm I'm looking at a story here. I wonder if it's the same Dr. Dre 
who in 1991 uh, beat D Barnes. D is a female. D is herself a former rapper who was beaten and kicked when Dr. Dre threw her down a set of stairs because she had a relationship with a rival rapper, Ice Cube. Uh, According to D. Barnes' statement at the time, Dr. Dre punched her in the head multiple times and began slamming her face and the right side of her body repeatedly against a wall. She brought a $23 million lawsuit against Dr. Dre, which was settled out of court. And he served community service, by the way. So, maybe uh, there's no email record of that. Only an internet record of that. For Roger Goodell to obsess over. This is all laughable, virtue-signaling nonsense. If John Gruden's emails are going to be subject to inspection and a forced resignation... Does this mean the NFL is going to comb through the emails of every single organization and ferret out anybody who was uh, candid enough in an email to say that hiring female officials was an idea they didn't support? Do they want to find out what every coach, head coach at the time, assistant coaches then, head coaches now, might have said in private emails when the St. Louis Rams drafted Michael Sam, and Michael Sam kissed his male partner on ESPN's draft coverage. Do they want to find out what everybody had to say about that? I mean, that would be the fair thing to do, right? If you're going to hold John Gruden to that standard, why would he be the only person held to that standard? By the way, if it's fair for John Gruden to be held to that standard, it's fair for, I guess, all of us to be held to that standard. And by the way, none of us could ever live to that standard. And this is just such incredibly stupid adherence to political correctness and virtue signaling. It just is. Like, what is the world a better place now that John Gruden has to go around in public with his head down, hanging it in shame? I, I suppose there are people who are really excited about this and think that. Everything is uh, great and that someone's been protected. But as I said before, the truth is, if you're really hurt by this kind of stuff, you're giving power to people who don't deserve that power over you. Your self-esteem must be a whole lot more fragile than is healthy if a 10-year-old email sends you into a tailspin. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.